0: your safe space, the podcast. I'm your host, Adele-Marie, and this podcast is here for you. It is a safe space for us to discuss anything and everything, and today I am bringing you episode number four. Hi, guys. How are you? How has your week been? I I hope that you've had a good one. I have had a crazy week. It's been another a uh, big week for me personally. Uh, if you have been following along, obviously, I've done a fair bit of travel to Sydney and uh, I've just got a lot happening with work, with the podcast, with everything else going on. But uh, I'm so happy to be bringing you num- episode number four. And I'm really, really grateful that you guys have been loving the podcast. Like I said last week, your support and feedback has just been... <laughs> (laughs) beyond anything that I could have ever expected or imagined and it's nice to see how I'm learning and getting a little bit more comfortable each week and getting better each week and I also just want to say I really love hearing your thoughts and suggestions and some of you this week have sent me some great ideas and um, I've made notes of that on my list of future podcast episodes and I hope that you guys appreciated the shorter intro last week and this week. Uh, And I I do need to say thank you to the place where I record the podcast. I record at this place called Image Online because after the podcast episode last week, I actually said to uh, Suze, who uh, works here, I said to her, oh, I need to trim my uh, intro because it's 30 seconds, it's too long. And she goes, let me do it for you. And she actually went and trimmed it for me and you probably would have just heard it now. So (laughs) big thank you to them. But jumping in to today's episode, this is an episode that I thought would be really helpful for you guys. Um, It's something that I'm super passionate about. And so I think it was on Monday, I put up a poll on the Your Safe Space pod Instagram and I said, what episode do you want this week? And I gave you guys two options and you voted for this one. Now, just so you know, side note, whenever I give you a poll, whether it's for a podcast episode or whether it's for... uh, a YouTube video, regardless of what it is, every suggestion that's on there will eventually get done, right? I have a list of everything that I want to get to and I try and really pick things that I know are coming up um, in my comments or in my DMs or in the Ask Me Anythings and so this came up and I think whether you are partnered or whether you are single, getting comfortable in your own company is so important and today that's what we are going to be discussing, And the reason that I wanted to discuss this is because the relationship that you have with yourself sets the tone for every single other relationship that you have in your life. And I truly believe when you have that really strong relationship with yourself, it helps to improve and up-level every single other area of your life and every other element of your life. Now, it's not the only element of the relationship with ourselves. There are many elements to building that. I did speak a little bit about that sense of self in another episode, but talking about getting comfortable in your own company is something that I am really passionate about and it's one of my favorite things to do. So today, I'm going to be taking you through a couple of things. The first thing I'll be taking you through is reframing how we view alone time. And then I'm going to share with you why it's good to spend some time with yourself and what happens when we don't do that and some of the not so good things that might happen if we don't make time for our alone time and then I'm going to share some ways that you can start working on this if you want to and then I'm also going to share some times with you where I did things in my own company and I loved it and I can't wait to tell you some of those stories as well. All right, so let's jump into it. So when it comes to reframing how we view alone time, the first thing to notice or the first thing to acknowledge is that being alone does not automatically equal loneliness, right? Now, I am going to do another episode on managing loneliness because I get asked that a fair bit as well. But when you think about it, being alone is just like a physical state, whereas loneliness is an emotion that we feel. Loneliness is an emotion that comes and goes. Now, of course, you can feel this emotion when you are alone, and. You can also feel a lot of other emotions as well, right? Because alone time or when you're hanging out in your own company, it can be really overwhelming. Sometimes you might even feel awkward and sometimes you might even be scared, especially if it's not something that we have done before. And one thing that I noticed, even when I first probably started hanging out with myself a little bit more was those thoughts coming up like, oh, what will people think of me? Like if I'm out in public doing things alone, like are they thinking, what's this girl doing? And I think that's really handy if you go back to episode two where we spoke about not caring what people think and letting go of what people think. That helps us start to reframe. And so what I think when I'm spending time alone or when I'm making time to spend time with myself, I look at it as like a gift to myself because when I spend time alone, that's an opportunity for me to fill my cup up. It's an opportunity for me to figure out what I like, who I am, deepen that connection with myself, especially, you know, just understanding the things that like bring me joy or like where my values are. It builds that relationship with myself and then it actually just makes me show up better in every other element of my life, whether that's, showing up better in my family or showing up better as a friend or showing up better at work, showing up better for you guys on this podcast or in any of the content I create. And so I think obviously reframe it in a way that feels good for you. And the way to do that is when I say to you, spend time alone, what's that first thought that comes into your mind? Oh Adele, why would I do that? Oh, that's gonna. That's not gonna feel good. I f- I'm scared. I don't want to do that. I, l- I love spending time with other people. That's okay. But th- see what comes up, and then try and flip it. Try and think. Okay, well, if I carve out this time for me, it could be. It could be better for everyone else in my life. I could feel better. I could have a deeper bond with myself as well. So that reframing piece is. I'm going to say probably like the first step. Oh my goodness, guys! I just had to stop the recording <laughs> because I had a piece of hair my hair stuck to my lips. I'm not sure if you could hear me trying to to pull it off. And I was like, I cannot get this off. So I had to pause the recording. I'm so sorry. Anyway, we are jumping in now to why I think it's good to spend time alone and the not so good stuff if we don't spend time alone. And I'll give you some examples and run through that. And the reason that I'm wanting to do this is because obviously I I want to explain the benefits but I also want to identify some things that can happen when we when we don't do this because I've done that too I haven't always had such a good like relationship with myself it's something that I've grown and like worked towards and so I want to share that with you guys too now Uh, The first thing, why it's good to spend time alone, is because it, as I said, it improves the relationship with yourself. You can value yourself more. You can get to know yourself better. You can even get to see your own qualities and appreciate them. What it does is giving yourself the space to tune into the things you enjoy and what makes you happy. And vice versa. On the other hand, if you struggle to do that, you could also potentially be someone who struggles with those things. So you may have feelings of like feeling disconnected or you could even have that feeling of like just feeling lost and not really like knowing what to do or what's next so if you have struggled with that i would say start by carving out some time because it actually could alleviate that for you secondly it gives you back your power and this is probably the one thing that took me a long time to learn in my 20s because when when you make time for yourself what that does is it, it stops you from relying on external things to bring you happiness, fill your cup, all that jazz. Because when you rely on external things or people even <laughs> to make you happy, that does yourself a huge disservice because when those things are removed and whether it's like a person or a thing, uh, it, could, it could be a partner, it could be a job even, it could be a um, I don't know, what, what when has that happened for me? Um, the gym, I really I really struggle in lockdown or when we were in lockdown, I really struggled with the gym because the gym does make me happy and that's an external thing. But what I want to say is by spending time alone, it gives you back your power because when you are relying on internal things, it's a, it's a lot easier to manage when something external happens. It helps you function better because when you're relying on external things and then those things get taken away for whatever reason it makes it it can make it hard to function which is normal but having taking back your power and giving that like gift to yourself is amazing and can just help you help your quality of life then I'm going to say it can help you to unwind and relax. I feel like when I take time out, it's almost like I can recharge my battery. You know how when you go to sleep, you plug in your phone, you plug in your Apple Watch. I don't even have an Apple Watch. I don't know why I said that, but you, you, you have to charge the things in your life so that they can function properly. For me, spending time alone is like charging myself. It's like, oh, I can, my battery charges, my, it fills my cup up and it gives me energy. And then again, on the other hand, If you are always giving to others, if you are always doing 101 things for everybody else, not putting yourself first (laughs) and always putting others first, what does that then leave for you? How does that make you feel? It doesn't feel good. And I know that doesn't feel good because, again, that's something that I used to do as well. Always trying to give to others, always. And it's okay to still give to others, but you have to give to yourself first because how can you pour from an empty cup? You can't. And then, lastly, I feel like it helps you appreciate time with others more. And not only that, I feel like it helps you choose a better quality of person to hang out with, whether that's in a friendship setting, whether that's in a romantic setting, because you are coming from a place of knowing who you are, right? And so, I have found. And as I've aged, I feel like my relationship with myself has gotten better. I've definitely gotten, gotten more comfortable with spending time alone. But because of how how nice that company is, it's like, well, now I'm I'm selectful. Is that even a word? I don't know. I'm making stuff up on this podcast. But now I, I'm really selective with who I bring into my life. And on the other hand, if we don't do that, that can lead us to having poor quality Um, relationships. And it can also um, maybe have us like allow people um, into our lives that may not be the best for us because, you know, we're uncomfortable spending time alone. So we'd rather spend time with company, even if that company is not the best. And I can talk to that in a romantic way because prior to, I'm going to say the last relationship I was in, so every other one before that, I... Not that I, well, yeah, I did fall into the relationships and I let the other person or I I let the men I chose to date take the lead and I just went along with it because I was scared to be by myself. And well, yes, maybe that worked out for me for the start of the relationship. It very quickly became evident that it wasn't a right match and I had entered into these partnerships for the wrong reasons because instead of coming from a place where I was really comfortable with who I was and really comfortable in my own company where, you know, now I think, oh, I would much rather be by myself than settle for the wrong partner or settle for the wrong relationship. Whereas before, by not having that, I I chose chose partnerships that weren't serving me. I chose partners that weren't the right match for me. And so I think – That's why I feel even more passionate about this topic now, and I think it's important because if I can help even one person build a better bond with themselves so that they can see, wow, this is how I treat myself, this sets the bar for how everyone else now treats me in my life, that would make me happy. So let's dive in to ways that we can start working on this. Now, what I want to say, and I say this every time, we start small. And we start with what we feel comfortable with and we start with one thing at a time because I'm I'm never going to say to you guys, oh, you know, here are all the things, go out and do all of this tomorrow. At the end of me going through what I think you should start doing and some ideas and how you can build this up, I want you to just pick one thing and try and work that into your routine or try and work that into your schedule. I'm going to give you a a list of stuff. I'm not giving you that list to do it all. Okay. I'm not trying to overwhelm you. (laughs) Secondly, my tip is you need to schedule it in, into your calendar. And I, I will do another episode on how I use my calendar and time management because I have been getting asked a little bit about that. But when you schedule it in, it shows you that you're serious about it. And I live off my calendar. I cannot function without my calendar. I will schedule everything in. And whether that is, you know, going to the gym, whether it's taking my lunch breaks, I put it into my calendar so I have won the time to do it. And so I know that that time is allocated for. And so that I show myself that I'm not joking. <laughs> I mean business when I want to hang out with myself or when there's something important in there for me to do. Now, some of the things you can do to start getting comfortable in your own company. The first one I'm going to say is these these are the easy things to start with, right? Sitting in a cafe, going to order a coffee. I, I know. Okay, I shouldn't say that these are the easy things to start with. Sorry, because you might not find that easy. I now feel like that is one of the. If you think of like a scale you've got two ends of the scale. I'm going to slowly go up the scale starting with what I feel like is more easily achievable or like you can like it's a shallow end you can dip your toes in and then if you don't like it you can you can leave or you can just try try these things first and then slowly build your way up. So, start by sitting um, at a cafe ordering a coffee. You could order the coffee. You could just go and take yourself to get a coffee, get a takeaway coffee and then go for a walk. And you could also listen to this podcast on your (laughs) walk. Or you could go to the cafe, order a coffee, take a book with you or take your journal with you and have your coffee or tea or hot chockey or whatever while you're at this cafe. You've got your book that can kind of be the outlet if you're worried about what people are saying to you, thinking, not saying to you because no one, in my whole entire life, when I've ever gone out and done something by myself, no one's ever come up to me and been like, what are you doing here? Who are you with? No one has ever done that. And, and to that, what I would say is when you've been out at a cafe or when you've been out for dinner or when you've been out on a walk and you've seen someone by themselves, they don't have to be journaling or doing anything like that, but you've seen them by yourselves. Have you thought to yourself, oh my God, that person's by themselves. What are they doing? I, I don't think that when I see other people. I don't, I'm not really even paying attention. (laughs) It goes to that thing where not everyone is always thinking about us. They're probably too worried about their own meal or worried about their own coffee, or maybe they're in company and worried about their own company. Then I would say the next level up, if we're still talking cafe is moving to ordering breakfast. I love taking myself out for breakfast guys, because one, I love, I love breakfast. It's probably one of my like favorite meals to eat, even though I eat the same thing, but take yourself out for a nice yummy meal. And then if you're feeling brave, you can slowly move to potentially lunch. And then if you're feeling really brave, you could even move to dinner. Now, when I went to Noosa earlier this year, I was there by myself. I went by myself and I was going out to bars. I was going out to uh, restaurants. I was going to cafes. And I got so many comments on one, like how great it was that I was doing that by myself. But I was also shocked that so many people found it so strange that I was at dinner by myself. It's like dinner has a different vibe to it than breakfast and I'm not sure why because I feel like it's the same level of uh, intensity. To be honest, as long as you're enjoying a yummy meal, I feel like it doesn't really matter if it's breakfast or dinner but I guess maybe it's because you might see people who um, are are alone at breakfast whereas whereas you, you may not see that as frequently at dinner perhaps but If you can slowly build up to that, amazing. And one of my favorite tips if you are going out for dinner by yourself is to go, if you are feeling worried, is to start by going a little bit earlier. So I don't know what time you would usually go grab a meal, but shift that an hour forward and maybe you can beat the crowds. Um, There's still going to be people there, but that could be a way to ease your way into it. Then there's another option, going for a walk alone. (laughs) You could also, on your lunch break, depending on what you do for work, you could also take a walk or you could just go sit outside by yourself having your lunch. When I said before, you could have a coffee with me and listen to this podcast in your ears, I am happy for, I'm, I, I'm happy for you to start with the podcast, but ideally, I would love for you to just sit with your own thoughts as well. Now, I would also say some other, oh, this is probably one that I, I've, I have enjoyed doing, but I haven't done for a little while, is taking yourself to the movies because it's dark. No one can see you, right? And you get to order popcorn and you can get a choc top and you can also get Maltesers and put that into the popcorn. I love that combination. When I go to the movies, I'm all, always getting popcorn. I'm getting a choc top. I'm getting a boysenberry one. And then I'm also getting Maltesers to tip into the popcorn. You know, that sweet and salty combo. Mm-mm, we love that. I need to actually do a movie date. By myself, I think that's on the cards, guys. I just haven't had time. And then other other little uh, like solo solo outings that you could do. I was going to say tasks, but they're not really tasks. Going to the beach, I love beach days. Obviously, I am in Melbourne at the moment. We are in the middle of winter, or we are coming up to spring. But when it's summer, you can catch me at the beach by myself. I'll see you guys there. Or you could even do like a market day. I've gone to a couple of markets recently here in Melbourne. There's South Melbourne market that I went to. And then a little while ago, I went to Preston market. I love the market vibe and I feel like it's hustling and bustling. So people also are not going to be paying attention if you're there by yourself. Some other things that you could do, shopping. I love, firstly, I love doing the grocery shopping. My mum thinks I'm so weird because she doesn't like doing the grocery. So I say, oh, I'll do it. But I love doing that by myself. And I also even love like normal shopping. So not groceries, like I'm talking like outfits, makeup, beauty, pajamas, whatever you want to buy. Love doing that. I did mention before traveling. So some of the things I've done on my own or some of the travel I've done on my own, which I think helped me then to become, I guess, better at doing it was I went to Europe by myself. I did speak a little bit about that in episode one. And so that was a big trip alone. And what I want to say to that is the whole trip wasn't exactly on my own. Like I did a mixture of uh, what is it, Kentucky, and what's the other one, Top Deck. I did a mixture of tours, and then there were also certain countries or places where I was by myself as well. And I flew into London alone. So that was kind of my first like real taste of like doing something on my own. And even that whole trip, I was meant to go with a friend who then pulled out. So I flew into London by myself and then literally the next day I started a a two-week top-deck tour and that flight was (laughs) – that was scary because that was the first time I'd really done anything. But I went straight into that tour and even though – Yes, I was on my own in the tour. It then forced me to like make friends and become a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more confident. And then I had another break between that tour and the next one. And so it wasn't all just like a solo trip, but I was able to, you know, have that balance of spending time with people, spending time by myself, which I thought was easier for me to kind of step into. And then um, I did mention before I went to Noosa earlier this year. So I went for a week, I think it was a week and I had never been to Noosa before. And I literally booked my flights, I think maybe two weeks before, (laughs) booked my accommodation two weeks before. And I headed off in January this year. And that was proper solo. Like I had no plans. I just came, I just went to Noosa and it was a huge vibe. I actually loved it. And I was planning on doing the same thing with a potential New York trip, which I'm not sure if it will happen or not. It, it may happen. I may do another I don't book it two weeks before and then you'll see me in New York. But traveling alone is something that you will get more comfortable at the more that you do it. So the reason I felt like I was able to do Nusa is because, well, oh, geez, if I've been to Europe by myself, <laughs> surely I can do Nusa. The other thing I'm going to say, another option for you is you could even do nothing. <laughs> or you could rest. You don't necessarily have to be doing something. And I think that's important because I still struggle with this. I still struggle to firstly rest and firstly to do nothing. That could be a podcast episode, a self-care one. We'll just write that down. But you could do nothing in your own company. And I mean, not even having, or well, you could have a movie on. You could have a movie on to start, but just chilling out on your own. And and guys, it doesn't have to be like hours and hours. You could just hang out for half an hour by yourself for 10 minutes, start small, start with five minutes, right? And the same goes for my next point, which is meditation. Now, meditation is something that I love. And I think down the track, I would love to do some audio meditations, like guided meditations for you guys. If you would like that, let me know. But meditation is good because what it does is it teaches you how to just sit in your own company and sit doing nothing. So I feel like doing nothing and meditating could kind of be intertwined. But whenever I have spoken about meditating before, and I did mention this on a couple of the Instagram lives that I've done in the past, but meditating is good because as I said, it teaches you and it's it's low commitment in the sense that you don't need to go do a 10-minute meditation, guys. You could literally do three-minute meditation. One of my most favorite meditations is three minutes, I'm pretty sure, and it's on YouTube. And it's like a, a guided relaxation one. And it's literally three minutes out of the whole day. Now, my math sucks. So I, I know that there's 24 hours in a day. I don't know how many minutes are in a day. I should have done some research before I got on air, but three minutes out of your day. And by starting to do that and And there'll be another episode on meditation. But by starting to do that, you will see what happens when you start to sit in your own company. And sure, in that three minutes, there might be thoughts running around and things coming up and that's okay. Let it happen. Just sit for yourself for that three minutes. That's how how small you can start with, right? And then the last thing I'm going to say is if there is an activity that you like doing, do that and do it alone if you can. For me, one of the things uh, that I, I personally really love and I haven't been doing it enough as of late is going for walks or walking my dog. And I guess I'm not really alone if I have Franklin with me, but doing things that bring you joy, doing more of that because very similar to you know gaining evidence with certain things, when you are by yourself and then you're also having a good time by yourself, what that does is in your brain, it pairs alone time with a good feeling so that your brain can start to connect alone time with feeling good which is really cool. Uh, On that, you could start a hobby. If there is a hobby while I'm talking right now and you're thinking, oh my God, that that is a hobby that I would like to check out or would like to start, start it and sign up to a class. Sign up to, there are lots of different things out there. Um, One example that I can give you, so this was, I think it was maybe like mid last year, I was potentially looking at doing like a sewing class (laughs) because I have a sewing machine at home. And fun fact about me, I love, I actually love doing like alterations for my family and stuff like that. And I was like, I would love to maybe do like a sewing class. And so I had looked up a couple of classes online. And at the time, (laughs) if you remember this time last year, I was about to be brutally dumped and then I became depressed. So that kind of went nowhere. But I looked up sewing classes and there were heaps around me. And another example that I can give you, so my mum and my sister, this was probably two years ago, they went and signed up to a pottery class. And yes, they signed up together, but you could – sign up for a pottery class if you wanted. I don't know. There are plenty of hobbies out there. There are plenty of things that you could try and do. And by doing it in a class setting or by like, or by a group setting, that can just help calm your nerves a little bit as well and ease you into it too. And some of the times, oh, I guess I've I guess I've already touched on this while I've been giving you the examples, but times where I did things in my own company and loved it. For me, a lot of it has been like travel related. It's been you know, walks, hot girl walks. We love our hot girl walks. It's been beach days or it's been dinners, not even beach days because I do really love nature in general. I find nature very grounding. So sometimes, and I haven't done this for a little while, but driving to either not not hiking, but like some like national parks or like walking tracks do really like that vibe as well. And then lastly, guys, with anything that we discuss on this podcast, I, I don't think I will ever encourage black or white thinking. Obviously, there are some things in life that are black and white, but with the stuff that we talk about, I want to always provide like that balanced view, okay? And the reason I want to say that is because I'm not saying that you need to go and spend all of your time alone, okay? I think it's great that you can spend time alone and I love spending time alone, but it is about balance and the reason I say that is because as humans, we are wired for connection, we need people, <laughs> we need connection, and I'm not promoting hyper-independence. And the reason I wanted to say that is because I feel like there was kind of a little bit of an error in my early 20s where the the message, I guess, at that time from, I don't know, maybe it was like from the, the people I followed, but it was very much like, oh, I'm independent, I don't need anyone, I can do whatever I want on my own. And I don't think that that is necessarily healthy because it's about balance there's a connect there's a balance between time alone and connection and i think that that is super important and again with everything i tell you find what feels good for you i gave you a lot of things that you could do as suggestions but find what feels good for you start small one little thing pick from the list and then work that in for you know 3 minutes today and, and tomorrow 3 minutes a day all right, guys. I feel like I can wrap this episode up here because this one has been jam packed. And I want to also say some of you have said, oh, Adele, please make the episodes longer. I I don't ever time them like this on purpose. I always have a little bit of like a run sheet or like an agenda so that I don't forget anything for you guys. But the length of the episode is never on purpose. It's just whatever I feel like comes to me and whatever I feel like I can say, I will obviously keep talking. But I'm also really mindful of the fact that you choose to listen to this podcast. You choose to give me your time. And I don't want to be here waffling about nothing. I want to give you valuable content. I want to give you uh, content that is practical. And I want, to, I want to be a part of your lives and I don't ever want to take that time for granted. And so I will never cap the length of an episode. Just know that. This one is a little bit longer, so I'm happy about that for you guys. But I just wanted you to know that. If if the episode is the length that it is, it's because I didn't think I had anything else about valuable to say for that topic. Okay, Just know that I'm really, really mindful that you do give me your time and I'm really, really grateful. So thank you guys for listening to episode number four. I would love it if you did like this podcast or if you found it useful. Tell your friends about it. Leave me a comment or a review review. What the hell is that Adele? <laughs> please follow, please subscribe. And what else was I going to say? There was one other thing. Oh, what are your thoughts about a Facebook community? Because I've been thinking about it since I mentioned it. And at the moment, life is a little bit chaotic, but I would, I think I would like to have one because I think it would be cool in the sense that we could actually have that community feeling. I mean, I know that we have a very like strong community anyway, but I feel like we can deepen it with the Facebook community. Let me know your thoughts. I'm really keen to hear your thoughts. But guys, I am going to wrap it up there. I hope that you have a great week ahead. I hope that whatever you're working towards, it comes to you. I hope that if you're waiting to hear back on something, it's good news. I hope that if you're trying to achieve something, you achieve it. I hope that you do one thing this week for yourself. And I hope that you start spending a little bit more time with yourself. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week. Bye, guys.